Hello and welcome to I Am Enough, period. The smart woman's guide to being dope as fuck. The title of this episode is I love me, he loves me not. This podcast is my freedom. Well-versed, unapologetic, curses on occasion, dopeness for women. The feeling you get when you are moving in your lane. The lane that you carved out for yourself, where you mind your business and live on purpose. No more pretending, no more fear, bold enough, brave enough, and healthy enough to never mind folk who aren't. Swaying to that beat, yes, the beat of my own drum. All my life, I've wanted love. Um, I never quite felt like I fit in anywhere or belonged anywhere or was ever wanted um, by anyone. I always felt like um, an outcast, uh, like the ugly duckling or like um, my goals and my desires for myself never matched anybody else's. I used to wonder if I was adopted or... Um, If I was dropped off at the doorstep and nobody wanted me, Um, I spent my whole life looking for love in a lot of the wrong places because I never felt worthy. I never felt like I was enough. And I used to think about that all the time and it consumed me. What I later learned is I'm grateful for everything that I endured and everything that I I came up against, you know, every adversarial moment in my life because it made me the woman that I am today. It made me the woman I am today, the woman that I love and like and respect and I honor today. And so I don't harbor any resentment or anger, but I'm very clear on what love is because I know what it is not. When I was nine years old, I met a boy. (laughs) I did. I met a boy at nine years old. And um, we kind of grew up together. It was amazing. we kind of grew up together and we did this in and out thing uh, for years. For years, we did this in and out thing. And uh, we were together, we weren't. We were together, we weren't. We were together, we weren't. And I, I just, I thought at some point in my life that eventually we would get together, we would get married, we would have kids, and we would live happily ever after. Well, that never happened. Um, that was my, that was my, um, dream or goal or 
what I thought would be my suspected outcome or it would be the obvious outcome because people knew us and they knew how we felt about each other, but we just never, we never got there. And I think a lot of why we never got there uh, was some of the trauma, you know, the childhood trauma that we experienced growing up. And I think that trauma, if left unhealed, it, it, go, it goes with us into adulthood. And, and, it, and it is responsible for how we treat others and show up in relationships. And it is also responsible for us feeling like we're in a fulfilled, loving relationship. Um, how we are raised, how we are loved, how we are treated growing up shows up in our adulthood. It shows up in our adult life. And a lot of times when we sit back and look at the people we are attracted to or who we end up with or who we are married to, we got to look at where we were when we met them. You know what I mean? And, and sometimes you say, well, how was I with this person or that person? Because you were just like that person. You are attracted to who you are. And, and even though you don't see it at that moment, because maybe you've healed or grown since then, but that is exactly where you were when you met them. You know, growing up, even as women of, you know, women, as we start to have children and we start to raise those children, if we raise those children as angry women, those children suffer, you know, especially men, they suffer. You know, women are nurturers. We're, we're nurturers. We're supposed to be loving and we're, we're women of influence. And when you are a woman of influence, how you are as a mother or how you are, it, it has an effect on your son, you know, and, and, and it has an effect on your daughter. We, we carry the children, you know, and I was, I was just sitting here one day and I was just thinking about, you know, men I've been in relationship with, relationships with or dated and how they felt about their mothers or how they were in relation to their mothers, you know? And I see a lot of men who are just sad, unhealthy. They they don't know how to show affection. They don't know how to love. They just know how to provide or be hard and they're not good with expressing expression emotion. You know? And and in our community, in the black community, we don't talk about getting therapy. We don't talk about talking about your feelings, growing through it, the pains, the hurt, the anger, the frustration. We don't sit down with our mothers and say, you hurt me. And as a result, I'm, I'm, I'm uneasy with commitment. I'm uneasy with love. And I don't know how to be intimate. And intimacy is not just sex. It is not just sex. It is holding hands. It is looking in the eye. It is talking. It is holding. It is being vulnerable. That is intimacy. Sex is sex. That's not intimacy. I mean, that is a form of it, but making love, you can't make love if you can't even have an intimate conversation. Can't kiss. You can't hold somebody. A lot of men have a problem with kissing. 
Kissing is the most intimate part of intimacy because it's the most personal. It is the deepest part of who you are. Kissing, it's an exchange. And you see a lot of men who have a problem with being intimate. Love Jones is and always will be my favorite movie. I don't know what what it is about Love Jones, but it was just like it was never the right time. It was always something that got in the way. Um, It was just all of that. And it was reminiscent of where I was before and my situation. Loving somebody at the wrong time, them not loving me at the right time, you know, it's, it's just, it's just never just panned out to be what we had both hoped for. And the funny thing is, timing is everything, right? So, Love Jones is just that movie that reminds me of that love, you know? But sometimes, you got to let go of things that just aren't panning out to be what you had hoped. What doesn't look like it's going to ever be healthy, you know? In all the failed attempts and all the wrong times... Um, from that relation, from from that boy, when I was nine, he was there for me at every pivotal moment of my life. We never got married. We never had any children, but it just never seemed like it was the right time. It never seemed like we got our chance. We never. It never seemed like he was able to shoot the shot. But it also seemed like he never ever chose me. And I think for a lot of us. You know, it's hard for us to actually accept the fact that things are not working out because they're not supposed to. Well, that person that you want is just not the right person for you. Um, And it may be for various reasons. It may be because he's not going to be a good influence on your kids or he may slow down your process or he's just not that into you. It could just mean that you guys aren't made for each other. But at any rate, as women, we cannot continue to devalue ourselves for the sake of somebody else. Nobody should ever do that. But but I also realize that when somebody loves you, they love you. And you know they love you. Someone once asked me, well, what's wrong with being the side person. What's it's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm busy, I'm working. I mean, and you know, what's wrong what's wrong with that is what's right with that. There's nothing right with that. Because here's the deal, when you're somebody's side chick or side piece, it will come a time when you want a love that's just for you. And I don't think you would appreciate the feeling that you will get when that very thing that you're doing to somebody else 
is done to you. What's wrong with that is, in all honesty, I want a monogamous, healthy relationship. I don't want to watch somebody that I love go home to somebody else, love somebody else, share their lives with somebody else. How is that healthy? How is that healthy? And what starts off bad does not end good. It ends bad. What you put out is what you get back. And remember that when you're operating from a place that isn't healthy. I cannot look at somebody I love, share their life with somebody else. That's just not me. I want you to choose me, period. I don't think that people realize that they can change their minds and they can decide and determine that something that they thought would be worthwhile and that would be beautiful turns out it's not what they had quite envisioned for themselves. I think that sometimes we get to a place in life where we decide to be, we decide to live in mediocrity. We decide to accept things that are unacceptable and we don't know that those things dishonor us we don't have to accept the mundane you don't have to live in a place of unhealthy you have the right to determine and to decide if something works or does not work for you and I think that we don't understand that Giving in to something that doesn't make us happy dishonors us. And that's not good. I hear people saying, well, he loves you. He just had, you know, a hard time. Why he loves you this or just be patient. Life does not stop for anyone. It doesn't stop for anyone. When a person loves you, they do whatever is necessary to be with you. Even if it means walking away from something that's comfortable. Doing what's right is not always comfortable. And knowing who you are, it's just that. I will no longer settle for anything that remotely resembles dysfunction. If you want me, you got to show up for me. I don't share, I don't settle, I don't sacrifice. I have never, ever been in a loving relationship with myself. I have never, ever, ever invested as much into myself as I invest in others. And in this relationship that I am in currently, I invest totally and completely in myself. I give myself first and foremost everything that I got.
my time, attention, energy, my everything. I give that to myself. I do things that honor me. I do things that make me feel good, right? I have never, ever, ever been in a place where I am completely and totally in a relationship with my whole self. I am adulting and I'm at and in my best place. And that's just in a place with me. Man, I make myself laugh. I hold myself when I cry and I pat myself on the back. In fact, I toot my own horn. But I've never, ever been in a place of myself where I am feeling the full benefit of putting myself first. That in and of itself feels so damn good. So when a person reminds me of who I was when I lived at my fucked upness. I remind them, oh yeah, I was there, but I am no longer fucked up anymore. So if you stand here and you want to be in remembrance of who I used to be, you stand in the rain because it's a new day, a new dawn, and I'm going to rest under the sun. So I was sitting here today and I was processing some things, relationships and, and, and situations. And I was faced with this, this situation like, how is it okay to be with somebody and give yourself to someone who's not completely giving themselves to you? How can you justify that? How can you own that? How can you say, I'm good with that? How is anybody okay with giving yourself completely to someone and them not giving themselves to you? Boundaries. Boundaries is that healthy wall that you build around yourself, protecting yourself from being hurt, being dishonored, being shamed disgraced. Um, it is that boundary that you build to protect yourself from unwanted, unhealthy engagements. And it is safe to do so. It is your right. It's your fundamental right to be happy, to be healthy. I learned a very valuable lesson about love and life and what it looks like when someone loves you. When someone loves you, when they truly, truly are coming from a healthy place, a soul base, a spiritual place, because that's where love rests. That's where love resides. 
they will not ask you to compromise your values, your morals, your principles. They will not do things to hurt you unintentionally or otherwise. When a person loves you, they have learned the art of loving themselves. They have recognized even in their dysfunctional lives what function and what love looks like to them. They've taken the time and taken the care to get to a place in their own lives where they're healthy enough to give you and to recognize what you deserve. No man or no woman can love you until they learn that. And when you are in a place and you are good with yourself and you know all is well within your soul, you are quite comfortable and easy in recognizing when somebody's love does not serve you in a positive way. When their love is contentious, when their love is unhealthy, and when their love makes you question everything that you've healed from and have become, that's when you know without a doubt that that person isn't for you. And what you do in that instance is you bid them farewell. What I know for sure is that love is not manipulation. It is not deceit. It is not dishonest. It is not impatient. We do not dishonor people we love by making them depend on us, rely on us. We don't take their independence. Love is sharing and growing and being kind and being honest. What love is not is unhealthy, dysfunctional. It is not dishonoring. What I know for sure is that when somebody loves you and you love them back, that is when you are in love. But loving someone who doesn't love you and who does not honor you is dysfunctional. It is ultimately emotionally draining and it is stressful and it wreaks havoc on your emotional and physical and spiritual well-being. And it ultimately destroys you. It can place an insurmountable amount of, of, of baggage on you that will weight you down until you no longer recognize yourself. Decide to be healthy and be happy and know that just because this may not be the one or this doesn't work out does not mean that it's the end for you. In fact, it's, the quite, it's quite the opposite. It's your beginning. Know that to be true.
What about that boy? That boy is now a man. And I'm a woman. And I'm a healthy, functional, happy, whole woman that knows today that I can't do anything with anyone who dishonors who I am today. And I'm not ashamed to say that that doesn't work for me or oh well. I'm quite comfortable trusting the whole dopeness that is me. I have never, ever, ever been in a place that I put me first. I have immersed myself into myself and I like it and I love it. And that means I no longer feel like I can fix somebody's broken wings, mend their broken heart, heal them, help them, carry them. You know, I can't do that. Love, when you love yourself, it's not about manipulation. It's a, it's not about fixing somebody else, saving, rescuing. It's about loving you first, loving yourself enough to know that you matter as a whole more than you do as a part. You can't be with somebody that gives you part of them and you giving them all of you. That's not fair. When you commune with yourself or in relationship with yourself, this is the first time that I ventured out on some journeys by myself. And it is lovely. It is lovely. And guess what? The me that I am today would never want to be in relation or communion with somebody that doesn't love themselves as much as I love myself. You know what I say to unhealthy people? I'm sorry that your mother never loved you. I am sorry that you don't value yourself enough to get therapy or to get help or to talk. But I love myself. And this is not about you being defensive. This is about me being healthy and clear. We have to be clear about our boundaries. and We have to be clear about who we are and where we are. And oftentimes you'll hear people trying to pull you back into who you used to be or what you got kids by different guys. You, your marriage didn't work. This, that, and the third. That's cool. Because I was my most dysfunctional, unhealthy, fucked up self. But I'm not that anymore. I wasn't chosen. I wasn't chosen. And if I wasn't my healthiest version of myself, I would feel defeated. But not being chosen to live a life of dysfunction is a wonderful thing. It is a blessing. And for that, I stand with great gratitude. Because getting into a situation that you've taken the time to heal from can set you back, way back. 
And what I know for sure is that sometimes doing what's right may not be comfortable because the mind wants what it wants. The heart wants what it wants, but that is not always what's best for you. Why go through the process of healing and doing the hard work to set yourself back? The idea is to move forward, onward and upward, right? So I didn't feel bad because I wasn't chosen. Because I knew what he was offering. I was no longer in a place of accepting. What happened to that nine-year-old boy? He became a grown man. And I became a whole woman who was healthy, happy, and whole, who was no longer even contemplating living a life with anyone who does not serve her well. I don't even think about it. When a person shows me exactly who they are, I believe them. I didn't know what that meant at one point. But the healthier I get, the easier it is. And you will find people that will try to keep you where you were and to remind you of where you were. Because people like you at your most dishonorable, disrespectful, dysfunctional self. Because when you are there, then you can't see them. Nor are you able to see yourself and all your limitless possibilities. In conclusion, it is human nature to love and want to be loved. It is human nature to hurt. It is also human nature to be stuck. But at some point in life, you have to get to a place where you wanna be more, you wanna do better. And just because you are limited in your growth or your knowledge of what a healthy life or a loving life looks like doesn't mean you can't step out of your parameters to see what could be. And sometimes that means doing things that you don't know anything about. It means calling the therapist. It means talking to somebody that knows more. It means saying, I just want more out of life and this ain't it. It sometimes just means acknowledging your discontentment. That's just the start of it. But just because you are here doesn't mean you have to stay here. Wanting more, it's not bad. Wanting and a desire, having a desire to be healthy, it's good. Understanding who you are and what you deserve and loving yourself and taking time out to get to know yourself, that's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong. It's everything right with it. You know? 
Thank you for tuning in to I Am Enough, period. The Smart Woman's Guide to Being Dope as Fuck. Where we are asserting, acknowledging, and empowering women to move authentically and the magic that makes them beautiful. Until next time, be well. <laughs>